Hello, and we are back on Here We Go, and I am your host, Ashley Glover. If it is your first time tuning in, welcome. If you are a regular and a bestie, welcome back. One thing that you are always going to get is raw, authentic conversations, and today is no different. This episode is for you if you're feeling like you're in a quiet season. If you feel like everything you put your hand to do is crumbling, if you feel like everyone around you is letting you down, if you feel like doors are being shut in your face, then this episode is for you. So buckle in, get ready to be encouraged, challenged, and inspired. Let's do this. Okay, y'all. So today, as always, you're going to get the raw, authentic conversation. And I'm really going to share five things with you that I want you to remember in this season of feeling forgotten. Number one, you have to surrender to God. This is something that I'm learning to do for myself. And I have to remind myself that God will always provide and he always shows up. And even if you're not a person of faith, surrendering and not trying to control everything is so important. Number two, speak only faith and do something every single day that builds your faith muscle. You have to protect your ear and your eye gate. It's so important. Number three, you have to surround yourself with strong community that will uplift and encourage you despite what you see. And this is so important. And the analogy that comes to mind is just like if you have a garden and you're planting flowers, you're not going to go into your garden on day two and rip it up out of the ground because you don't see the beautiful flower that you planted. No, because there is a planting phase there is a growing phase there's a harvest phase and there's a season where you have to to you're going to reap from the harvest but it's not something that happens overnight so it's so important to surround yourself with strong community that will uplift you that will encourage you despite what you're seeing not people that are going to speak doubt or fear over you and i think they're well-intentioned folks but you have to understand and just be so careful when you're in a season of just feeling forgotten, feeling like everything around you is falling apart. It's just extremely important to have a community around you that is encouraging you, uplifting you, challenging you in your faith and reminding you of the God that you serve. Number four, you have to live and walk as if you've already won because you have and this is so important because I think of Muhammad Ali and there's something that he used to say and I'm going to paraphrase but people recognized him in the ring but that's not where champions are made all of the things he was doing behind the scenes the hours of training all of that kind of stuff 
But you better believe that he knew that he was a champion before he stepped into that ring. He knew because of everything that he was doing, the hard work he was putting in, that he was a champion. So you have to have that positive affirmation. You have to understand and know that you've already won. And you have to live and walk as if you already have. It's no different than if you were an athlete, you know, when you played basketball. When we walked into gyms in my, when I played ball, like you couldn't tell us as a 14 and 0 team that we weren't going to win because we worked our butts off all season, game in and game out. And you couldn't tell us that we weren't champions. And we walked as if we were already. And the game hadn't even started. So there's something to say about the importance of that. Number five. I want you to remember that the weapon will form. But it will not prosper against you. Especially as a child of the king. And I want to share a really quick story with y'all. And I'm not sure that I've, I've shared it in this capacity, but a couple of years ago, I was living in Fayetteville, North Carolina, and had moved out there because I was a pharmaceutical rep. And some things shifted around with life and I just had this very, very strong feeling that my time was up in Fayetteville. And at the time I had been looking at moving to Charlotte, North Carolina, and Raleigh was kind of in the back of my mind, but Charlotte was really where I wanted to go. So I started applying for all of these jobs. I started doing all of this stuff and nothing happened. The door just kept shutting, it kept shutting, it kept shutting. And, you know, I had a conversation with my cousin. My cousin's like, you know, have you thought about Raleigh? You could totally move here. Like, you'd have a place to stay. Your cousin Logan would love to have you around. She was an only child. And I was just like, ah, I'm thinking big city. I'm thinking I want more, you know? And so, you know, I went to church And I was having a conversation with some of my, what I would consider close friends and, you know, told them like, Hey, I'm moving. And they're like, where are you moving? I'm like, I don't know. I'm moving. And they're like, okay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm moving. And they were like, but you don't know where you're going. And I'm like, no, but I'm moving. And I went to my apartment complex and I let them know, hey, you know, I'm going to put in my 60-day notice and I'm not going to live here anymore. I've loved living here. You guys have been amazing. And they asked the same thing. Where are you moving? And I was like, I don't know. And they were like, what do you mean you don't know? And I said, I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. And believe it or not, everybody thought I was crazy. You know, I moved all of my stuff out of my apartment into a storage unit in Raleigh, North Carolina. And I was just like, I don't know where I'm living, but it's near where my cousin is. I'm going to put it into the storage. But it was clear that Charlotte was not going to happen. And I remember this one particular day 
you know, going to church and just being like, you know what, I just truly believe that God is going to do something and I'm supposed to move. Well, one of my friends came up to me and said, are you sure? Are you sure that's what God said? Because I'm looking around at the circumstance and it isn't adding up. And that's why I stressed earlier, it's so important to protect your ear and your eye gate and to surround yourself around community that are going to encourage and inspire you. Because sometimes, even in the house of God, they don't understand and may not be the most encouraging. And that's also the reason why God has to be our foundation, period. I think it's great to go to church. I think it's great to be in community. All those things are great. But if God is not your foundation, you will be rocked when things like this happen. So I started applying for jobs in Raleigh because I, you know, had peace about that. So I started applying for jobs in Raleigh and, you know, it just kind of wasn't working out. And at this point, we're down to the wire. So I have about three weeks left before I literally have to be out of my apartment. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm choosing to believe God. I'm choosing to have faith no matter what it looks like because I had been in this situation before where it was down to the wire. And so another week goes by. Now we're two weeks out. I was working for Enterprise Rent-A-Car at the time and a position opened in Raleigh. And so I drive up to Raleigh. I stay the night with my cousin and I interview the next interview the next day for this role. And I had this feeling, I'm like, okay, okay, Lord. And, you know, the normal thing, you call, you try to check in, see what's going on. I really hadn't heard anything. So now we're literally down to the wire and I'm in the last week of at my apartment. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I trust you. But like, what is happening? And three days before I needed to be out of my apartment, I got a phone call. And it was the manager of the role telling me that I got the job and they had wanted me to start that following week. And I was completely floored. And I dropped my phone and I just immediately started to cry because I was reminded of God's faithfulness and I was reminded despite what it looks like he always comes through and I share that with you to encourage you that it's not always going to look like everything is working out it's not always going to look like God's hand is in it but just because you cannot see it doesn't mean that God isn't working and so I just want you to think about a couple of things as I wrap up today Number one, I want you to think about this scripture. It's Deuteronomy 31 and 8. And it says, Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be with you. He will never leave you nor abandon you. Matthew 11 and 28 says, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all of you, who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. 
In Philippians 1 and 6, it says, And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it was finally finished on the day when Christ returns. And one song that I've really been clinging to this week is called Fall on Me and it's by Need to Breathe and it's featuring Carly Pierce. It's a beautiful song. I'd highly encourage you to take a listen to that song. And the last thing I'll I'll leave you with is the devotion from today. And I just love how intentional God is. And the devotional today is the unconditional pursuit, a call to belong. And it says, are you relentlessly pursuing Jesus? Have you wandered off the path from Jesus? On the fence about Jesus? Here's what's true. You matter to Jesus. Yes, you. There are no qualifications for God's love and pursuit of you. You matter to Jesus. He calls you by name to come to him. And he desires you to be with him. He desires you to be with him. In Matthew 18 and 12, Jesus shares this parable. What do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the 99 on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? It's not just a story. It's a reassuring reality of Jesus' love and commitment to every single one of his own. Jesus, the good shepherd, never gives up on his sheep. Never. He diligently seeks out the one who wanders. We all have moments when we feel like the wandering sheep. Sometimes we feel like we're straying off the path. But remember this, you are not forgotten and you matter to Jesus. He cares for the one who has strayed just as much as he does the 99 who stayed close. So draw near to him today. Because no matter where you are on your spiritual journey, Jesus is seeking after you. He's calling you by name to not only follow him, but to be with him. And so I truly hope you're leaving today's episode feeling encouraged, inspired, and challenged. And so call to action. If you're not following me on Instagram, here underscore we go podcast, make sure you are subscribed on Spotify and now on Apple Podcasts. Leave me a five-star review, share the podcast, share it with three people that if this podcast has encouraged you in any way, I want you to think about three people that could benefit from this podcast and share it with them. If they need to be reminded of these truths that I share today, share it with them and things to look forward to. Because this is the month of February, cannot believe it. We have a self-love episode coming up. We have, and you guessed it, it's coming back. Dating Chronicles is coming back. I'm going to be sharing some funny recent dating stories. And then I have my dear friend, Samantha, who's going to come on talking about balancing life, being a mom, being an entrepreneur, being a wife, and all of the things. So until next time, love y'all. And see you next week, Saturday, 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm.